Every story has a beginning. Discover the origin of evil. Why are you back here, Claire? Your conspiracies weren't true when we were kids. They're not true now. We need to expose Umbrella. Watch this. I'm afraid, Claire. I'm afraid of what they're gonna do to this town. You see, Umbrella, they have an incident. I'm talking Chernobyl, if you know what I mean. People are getting sick. Let the world know what's really going on. KHQ, how's it going? Tyler Woods here. It is the Tyler Woods Movie Review Podcast. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. So, with how popular Resident Evil is among movie fans and goers, I feel the need to uh, clear up a few things before we get into the uh, review about this new film. So, if you are unaware, Resident Evil is a zombie survival uh, game franchise from Capcom. Its real name is Biohazard. Its debut was on the first PlayStation console all the way back in the 90s, and it became just one of those revolutionary games that just set the standard uh, on survival horror games. Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you. Then in the early 2000s, I think 2002, we were introduced uh, to the first film, roughly based on the first game, as starring uh, Mila Jonovich with her future husband. They weren't married yet. Paul W.S. Anderson, who before this movie, I mean, he was known for such other hit films like Soldier, Event Horizon, and of course, let's not forget. The first Resident Evil film... Yeah, with its edgy 2000 screen gems feel. I mean, it had a very unique color tone from what I recall. I mean, it was like crazy green, crazy blue. It just had this weird feel to it. A bit on the action side, but still had its horror elements with an okay range of zombies, those liquor monster creatures, a feel of peril and despair. Pretty good. Well received, uh, mildly. 
many uh, wouldn't have thought that there would be a sequel after sequel after sequel and after sequel. I mean, there were a lot of sequels. This kind of got fans a little bit riled up. While Mila Jonovich's character, I mean, she was cool, hardcore, and had that mystery plot device around her. She was also an original character never existing in the video games, just only in the films. Some say that this was just a very unique approach to uh, writing fan fiction, filming it, making it a Hollywood film franchise, and have it star your wife. Now, of course, I know what you're saying. It's like, oh, no. That's all just coincidental. I mean, no one is going to make a film franchise, write a complete new story around it while having your wife as the main lead. And then we get Monster Hunter, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, starring Mila Jonovich. Based off the video game from Capcom. No, you're right. It is just a coincidence. Well, let's go back a little bit uh, a few years ago with uh, Resident Evil Final Chapter. I recall that after it premiered, Sony said that they would uh, go back to uh, remaking the films, uh, basing the franchise truly off the games. And I was fine with that. And that would be uh, the last I heard of the film until uh, the trailer released last month. And I loved what I saw. I loved what I was being promised here. Uh, this year, it really has been a big year for Resident Evil. Um, they had it their latest uh, game on current-gen consoles, Resident Evil 8, The Village. Then they released a, a series on Netflix that was based off uh, their computer-generated animated movies. That's Resident Evil's other line of films. And I dare say they are certainly a lot better than what Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jonovich put out. And now we have this, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. This is directed by Johannes Roberts of uh, the 47-meter, you know, those shark films uh, from a few years ago. He's mostly a horror thriller movie film career director. Cast is Kaya Scodelario from the Maze Runner films as Claire Redfield. Robbie Amell from the X-Files reboot as Chris Redfield. Hannah Joan Kamen, who was the evil lady from uh, Ready Player One and Ghost from MCU's Ant-Man and the Wasp. She's Jill Valentine. Next is Avin Jogia from the Sci-Fi Channel, a show Ghost Wars as Leon S. Kennedy. Donald Loga, who played uh, Harvey Bullock in the Gotham TV series on Fox. He plays uh, Chief Brian Irons. Then from Netflix's The Umbrella Academy, I know what you're going to say. No, it's not a coincidence. Uh, Tom Hooper is uh, Albert Wesker. And finally, we got Neil McDonough from the Flash CW uh, TV show, The 100, Yellowstone. He's been in a lot of things. He plays uh, William Birkin. Now, let's start the review. So, yes, this film does what it promises, mostly follow what happens in the first two games. Setting, beautiful 1998 with some 90s throwbacks. There are some mildly good jump scares here. And for the zombies, I like where they went with this. Uh, We get to see uh, the residents of Raccoon City slowly turn into zombies as they are, you know, they're yelling for help while as zombies and attacking people as zombies. I kind of like that. Uh, Some familiar monsters show up and I got to say bravo to the FX department. They did a excellent, outstanding job with them. And that's all the good things I have to say about the film. Now for the bad stuff. Oh boy, here we go. Come on, stop playing around, Tyler Woods. What you got? Okay, so while I do appreciate the following of source material, this did not stop the director from uh, veering well off course with some fan favorite characters. One of mine, actually, making them very unlikable and also making them like this bumbling goofball stupid. Like, I I guess, like, you know, they wrote this character stupid, but 
that stupid? No way. They even go so far as to make up some uh, origins uh, on stuff that fans have known for years, but throw all that away in a weak attempt to be uh, complex or give a character a certain depth. It's very cheap. So I told you who the cast is. We have TV actors with some movie uh, creds with actors who have been in movies, but they just work awkwardly off each other. It's like some scenes were just filmed one and done. Which kind of explains how rushed out this feels. The film sometimes cuts to black, showing somewhat of a time base, like, you know, 12, 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m., 4 a.m. And they only do this for just a few seconds with each one. But, I mean, why not just include that in, like, a fade-in, fade-out while events are unfolding? Why feel the need to just cut to black and just show the time? It's just useless filler to add mere seconds to the uh, film's length and also to add insult to injury okay this is something that happens in the film it's not a spoiler okay it's absolutely pointless there is a scene that is supposed to show the impact of something going on like a devastation but for some reason the film just goes to this random field this meadow where a random cow is just grazing And then the impact causes this wind to lift the cow and carry it off screen. What was the whole point of that? And they didn't even do anything with making the... It wasn't a real cow. It was a CG cow. And a cheap-looking cow at that. Finally, yes, the monsters look great. But you only get to see them for a short amount of time. I wanted more of them. Alright, with that, it's final verdict time. While it tries to follow the source material, and it does, mostly... But still just, you know, goes into, okay, what if it was like this? No, absolutely not. They did characters dirty here. The monsters, yes, they're cool, but don't blink or you miss them. Pointless scenes, unnecessary scenes with a unique approach to the zombies and some Easter eggs for the fans. Sony, why not just release this on Netflix? Because I, this is definitely not deserving of a theatrical experience as you advertise in the trailer. Probably not going to listen to me because, I mean, I mean, what do fans of Resident Evil know? Yeah. And there's an after credit scene to tease a sequel. I hope they don't. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. For me, gets a two out of five, a rental at best. All right, that is going to do it for this uh, episode. Uh, what's coming up next? Uh, Top Gun, wait, is Top Gun Maverick still coming out on time or was that? Yep. Okay, yeah, Top Gun Maverick, that was delayed until... Uh, next year. So what is next? Ah, okay. No, I can I can go with that. I can have a little break on this uh, podcast. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Maybe we can get uh, Adam Bray to come back and uh, talk about that film. I'll catch you later. If you want to sit in, join me on a podcast episode. Don't be a stranger. Hit me up on my social media. Tyler Woods, KHQ, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, Tyler Woods 106. Follow me at Twitter, at Woods Radio. And you can email me about being a guest on my podcast at tyler.woods at 106KHQ. Catch you later. That was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. (laughs) You're right. 